0: to my dream and i can't worry about what they say and what what they they think
1: Is everyone doing today blessed and not stressed I'm sure I am your host Kay Edwards and I want to welcome you to what would Kay say now I also want to let you know that I actually have been blessed with this unique opportunity to speak into your lives every Sunday morning you want to know why because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501-3C organization that allows voices like mine to be heard. So if you want to continue to hear this voice and other shows that we have, click on the donate button, give what you can. It'll be greatly appreciated. On that page, you will also find a link to my show page, which will give you all my previous shows if you'd like to hear some other topics that we've discussed here so you know check out the website see if you like it we also have a shop that you can buy merchandise in too and either way either way you want to donate we'll appreciate it but if you want to get in touch with me you can get in touch with me at what would case say at gmail.com or you can follow me on instagram WWK say today this morning I would like to discuss the concept of rights and privileges do we believe that human beings are entitled to certain rights and or privileges and when I say and or I say that because some might agree that we have rights but not privileges. So, that's what we're going to discuss today. Rights versus privilege. Now, entitled, Believing Oneself to be Inherently Deserving of Privileges or Special Treatment. Now, according to the Constitution of the United States, the first ten amendments are considered our Bill of Rights. Right. And then subsequently, they added additional elements as needed. But think about it. The founding fathers had to believe that there would be a time that rights would be questionable. Right. But did they actually think it was going to come from their own countrymen? They probably did, because why would they put it in there like that? But here we are, October 4th. In the year of our Lord 2020, and we're discussing rights and privileges still. So, with that, I want us to go into what the founding fathers actually considered to be our rights. So, now the first 10 amendments in the Constitution is considered our Bill of Rights. And it, I'm going to go through all 10 so everybody will be aware of what their rights are. Amendment number one, freedom of speech and religion, peaceable assembly, and the right to petition government for the redress of grievances. Amendment two, freedom to form a militia for the security of a free state by granting the right of bearing arms. Amendment three, no soldier is to be quartered in a house without the consent of an owner. Amendment number four, the right of the people is to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrant shall issue. Okay, let me start that over because I'm confusing myself. Amendment 4 states that the people have a right to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures, and it shall not be violated, and no warrant shall be issued without probable cause. Really? I guess it was taking me so long to get that one out because as I was reading it, I was just thinking about how so many people, this one amendment, so many people have been stripped of. I mean, just if you just think about it, just, okay, Breonna Taylor right now, that's the, that's the hottest one. I mean, that's the hottest topic right now, right? Because they went into her house without probable cause and, how many people are pulled over without probable cause and subjected to searches and their property taken away. And I mean, it's just, it's a lot. Okay. Now amendment five, if you're going to be indicted, it has to be by a grand jury and you can't be held with double jeopardy. Meaning, you know, you can't be tried for the same crime twice amendment six. You have a right to a speedy trial by a jury and you can bring witnesses in your defense and you have the right to attorney. Amendment seven, you have a right to a trial in a civil suit. Amendment eight, no excessive bail or fines, no cruel and unusual punishment. Amendment nine. Uh... The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. Hmm. Amendment ten, the powers not delegated not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states, respectively, or to the people. Now, all of the above that I just read have in one way or another been violated all within this year, not to mention previous years, right? I mean, when you just really think about it. Now, the Declaration of Independence states that All men are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, inalienable means is unable to be taken away or to be given to another. But of course, even with that, us being humans, there was addendums to that one as well. Right? But overall, when I think about the two, the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence, I have mixed feelings about the subject and on a good day have encountered a well-heated discussion surrounding this issue, rights versus privileges. So, what can we can what can we actually consider to be our rights? And what should we consider to be a privilege? Now, I'm going to tell you what I think God says about rights and privileges, right? Now, I'm going to start. So now I'm going to start at the beginning because what better place is there to start, right? And then the beginning would be Genesis 1, 27 to 28, which which tells us that Man was created in the image of God and that man was given dominion over the rest of all creation. Right now. Oh, as a reminder, when I read, I am going to be reading from the New King James Version. So now with that, with that being established, that we know that he created man in his image and he gave us dominion over everything that was that he created. Right. So now God's view of us is that we're all equal. In Acts 10, 34 to 35, Peter stated, in truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him, right? So God sees every person as unique, right? He sees all, everything in his creation, everything that he created as unique, and he loves each one of us. Second Peter three and nine. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as to. No, let me start all over. Second Peter three, nine. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness, but is long suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now, when we think about that for a moment, that right there states to us how his plan for salvation, his plan for bringing us back to him once man had fell in the Garden of Eden, he didn't want to lose any one of us, right? And he did not want us to perish. So that's why he set up the plan of Salvation, his son coming down to be the connection, to be the bridge between us and him. Right there, counting us all as equal, still seeing us all as equal. Giving us all a chance to still continue in the in the equality that we can all still get back connected to him. But now Proverbs 22, 2 states to us rich and poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all, which would make sense, right? Because if he created everything, then he created rich and he created poor, right? That he created them all. Now how they got to be rich and poor, that's different. That's a whole different topic for us to talk about on another Sunday. But in actuality, everyone was created. So with that, All of that, I would say that God would feel that we do have rights. I mean, after everything that I read, it would state that we do have rights. But you would, but, but here's the catch. Here's the catch. The The poorest of us is in need of rights the most because they're the most neglected, right? When you think about it. If everyone has rights, right, you notice those of us who have rights, it's always the ones that are poorest that don't actually get to exercise their rights, be it that they they don't know they have rights, be it that they're too afraid to exercise the rights that they have, you know, because they figure they're poor, so they don't have a voice in anything. But as Christians, we are not to discriminate against anyone for any reason, for race, gender, cultural background, social standing, anything. As a Christian, we are not supposed to discriminate, right? And it it states it right here in Galatians 3.28, there is neither Jew nor Greek, There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female for all are one in Jesus Christ. In Christ Jesus. So when you think of it like that. We we do have rights. God would say that we have rights and he gave them to us. He gave them to us before the constitution and before the declaration of independence. Right. Because he also says to us that we're supposed to love our enemies, do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And the reward would be great to us because we were the sons of the most high. So if we have the right, if we have rights, then that right, allows us, those rights allow us to extend kindness and goodness towards others. Because the Bible strictly warns against taking advantage of the poor and the downtrodden. Right? Proverbs 14, 31. He who oppresses the poor reproaches his maker, but he who honors him has mercy on the needy. So when you think about all that, and think about what I said about rights and privileges and everything that's up, you know, for grabs now, everybody's screaming, you know, violated, I'm violated, I'm, I'm oppressed, you know, I'm held back. My views on housing, job equality, education, judicial you know, the housing equality, the job equality, the educational equality, the judicial equality, uh, equality, they all stem from the same place. And if you think about it, would we have to clamor about what is right and privilege or what is right and or privilege? What is considered right and or privilege? If everyone in society was granted equal rights from the onset, how can we, how could we better a class of people that have that have been held back intentionally by systems designed to function to do just that, hold them back? So it makes me think when I think about the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence, the forefathers knew, as God had stated, that we had rights. But they also knew human nature. That's why they wrote that certain rights had to be guaranteed in order to make sure that everyone was able to obtain what they were supposed to obtain, right? But if we just let the Bible be our guide to rights and privileges, then we wouldn't have a problem of who should have what and how they should have it. Because at that point, it would just be everyone doing what they need to do in order to get what they needed to get. I have two examples that I want to cite in the Bible that would sum this all up completely. Let's take, for example, Blind Bartimaeus in the book of Mark chapter 10. He heard that Jesus was passing by and he wanted to receive his sight. So what did he do? He cried out, calling out Jesus's name as he walked by. And everybody else kept telling him, be quiet, stop making so much noise. But the more they told him to be silent, the louder he got. Finally, getting Jesus's attention. Jesus looked at him and gave him his sight. Now, what would have happened if he would have listened to the people and stayed quiet? A missed opportunity, right? Then another example is the woman with the issue of blood also found in Mark, but in this one in Mark chapter five, she too knew that she should not have been in the crowd that day because of her condition, but she wanted to be healed and she pressed her way in order to get near him and in touching him, she was healed. So from both stories, sometimes you have to press your way through in order to get what it is that you need, get what you consider to be yours. That's just something for us to think about. We make things as humans, we make things so complicated when they could actually be quite simple. But we complicate the matter. We complicate everything. So I want to leave us with that. When it comes to rights and privileges, that if we just follow the guide that God had given us from the beginning, then we all would have rights. And we all can consider ourselves to be quite privileged. So with that, you have been listening to What Would K Say? here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Enjoy.
2: you're not beyond repair. Would you believe me if I told you that I've been right there? I've seen the light come in to my darkest rooms. I can tell
1: Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the music that we heard. Now it's time for op-ed. Op-ed this week. This week. Now normally, like I said, every time I go into op-ed, there's just so much to discuss. But this week, there was no breaks. It's almost like when I look at... Because what I do for op-ed, as soon as I'm done with the show on Sunday... I'm then tuning in once again to pick up what is in the atmosphere, to pick up what is the latest topic in the news. But news has been happening so rapidly that by the time I get to talk about it the following week, it's almost like as if it happened eons ago. But now I'm going to go through everything that I jotted down for the week. And I think I'm going to start with the most important topic right now is the fact of the president being in the hospital with that dreaded Corona virus. Now, this is where God says to us, and I know I had did the teaching in the first part, but you know what, this whole show is all traces of teaching and, and, um, Lessons that we need to learn. And it's so, it's ironic that here it is. God always says, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to mock or be happy when something happens. Like that's, you know, that's a misfortune to others. You're not supposed to rejoice in the misfortune of others. So there are a lot of people who would say, Now that our POTUS has been hospitalized with this coronavirus, you know, there's just so many ways that they could be sarcastic and just say that if we just, if we were to just say everything that he had said to us from the beginning concerning this virus. It would almost seem like we would be mocking him because he has the virus. You know, it's and that's something that we should not do because in all actuality and in all seriousness, we know those of us who have been paying attention, we know that coronavirus is nothing to play with. It is a deadly virus that if you contract it could have dire consequences for you. I mean it's nothing to joke about. It's not like saying I stubbed my toe. Oh, okay. In an hour the pain will go away. Coronavirus, depending on what precon what um preconditions you have, what preconditions what what health conditions you have, it could get progressively worse very quickly. And here it is, I was speaking to I know a lot of healthcare professionals, and I've spoken to three that have definitely told me that they've all had coronavirus at one time or another because, you know, they're essential workers. They were on the front line. They were actually dealing with patients that had corona. So I know of three individuals that are healthcare professionals that have had corona. I know two of them that have had corona more than once. And they will tell you, well, they've told me, corona is nothing, you do not want to catch that even in the mildest, even in the mildest of its, um, state, if you get like a mild case of to them, there's like, there is no mild case of coronavirus. It's not like, Oh, I have a little head cold as a, as opposed to, Oh, I have a full blown, you know, head cold. I just have the sniffles, you know, I don't have bronchitis, you know, it it's not like that. It's like, They say, you don't want to get it because you don't know how it's going to affect you. And each one of them that have had it, the two that I've really been in discussion with, they've said they've had it more than once. And each time they got it, it didn't come back on them the same way. So here it is. Here it is. I have two healthcare professionals telling me that they've had it multiple times and it does not come back the same way the symptoms are different they've each had it more than once and each time they've gotten it the symptoms were different now see that's something for you to pay attention to because you can get it And not know how it's gonna come about on you. There are a list of symptoms that they have, generic, because most of the people that have gotten it have had one or two similar. So once a whole cluster of people have a similar type of symptom, then they classify it as, okay, that's a symptom of. But you could be one of the exceptional ones that it comes on you a different way, because it depends on how your body reacts to it. I think personally, I think that it becomes, it hosts, whatever the host is that's, that's holding it, meaning your body, it's going to take on whatever it is that your body, um, whatever it is that your body is deficient in or how it can, wiggle its way into and attach itself and then start to deplete your body that's what it's going to do so not everyone has the same ailments within their system and one of them told me that it actually it, it attacks the protein it attacks protein because she was saying that she was saying that most people who get it are they're obese you know or they have a bmi that puts them in the category of being obese now you could look at you can't look at someone and tell whether they're obese or not just because someone it looks heavy set doesn't mean that they're obese you could have someone that's skinny but if their bmi is over a certain number they're considered to be obese so that right there is something that um had a lot of people thinking oh well I'm not obese so you know I'm not fat so I don't have to worry about it but no you might be you need to check your BMI and she was also telling me that um it builds up the mucus we all know that it builds up the mucus on the lungs and that's what causes the the condition of not or, or the the feeling the symptom of not being able to breathe because it it creates mucus very rapidly in the lungs and because of that um it's because of the 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 way the blood circulates through the body it cuts off the circulation as well it messes with your circulation system because one of them was telling me how she felt she felt like she was getting a cold And then when she felt like she was getting a cold, then she started getting body aches. So once she started getting the body aches, when she felt like she was getting a cold, she was like, "Uh uh-oh, I think I might have come down with this corona. Because she said right then, then her breathing started to become labored. Now, this started happening to her in the course of the day as she was working. She felt like she was coming down with a cold. Then as the afternoon progressed, she felt body aches then as the afternoon progressed some more she started feeling like she couldn't really breathe so she went home and she said that her breathing became so labored but she did not want to go into the hospital she didn't want to go into the hospital she wanted to stay home and work it out at home you know do what she could do to get rid of it not go to the hospital and have to be ventilated or whatever because she sees what happens to people when they have to go on ventilators when they can't breathe and once you go into the hospital and you can't breathe they automatically they're putting you on a ventilator you know because they want you to be able to breathe but she's saying about the circulation that's why they had to keep turning the patients turning the patients turning the patients because the blood is not circulating through your body It's not able to bring fresh oxygen to your lungs. And that's how the mucus and fluid builds up on your lungs. So I say all that to say, with all this going on and me hearing it from healthcare professionals firsthand, and then just hearing what they're saying in the news, and then what they're not saying in the news, you really don't want to wish this on anyone, even if they were the person that was giving out the misinformation and trying to lead people astray when it came to the virus. You really don't want to gloat about the fact that they now have the virus. And then here's another side, because, you know, I like the coin flipping that over. It almost made when I first heard it, I was almost like, is this fake news? You know, is he really sick before they had said that he was hospitalized? And even after they said he was hospitalized, I was still like, "Mm, is he really sick? Or is this just another game of him that he, you know, a game of his that he's playing? Oh, well, since my numbers went down and people think I lost a debate or think people think that I was a bully in a debate and people are not really seeing me in a positive light. Let me fake that I have Corona because everybody seems to be so, you know. So obsessed with this coronavirus, let me fake that I have it, and then you know, then they'll all give me sympathy or whatever. But then when you started hearing, everybody started cropping up with the coronavirus that was in his circle, and everyone started getting it from when they attended that rally with the Senate with the with the woman that he wanted to um nominate for the Supreme Court, it's like, oh. Okay, it really is coming full circle now. So you have all this happening from all the people that kept wanting to downplay this virus. And then, like I said, God says, do not, do not be happy over someone else's misfortune. But you have all this stirring up and it's almost, I'm going to even take God out of the equation for a minute. I'm just going to move him out of the equation just for one second. Not that he's removed, but in my thinking of what I'm saying, it's actually the universe. It's the universe giving back what you put out. What? Right. We say you reap what you sow. Right. And that's not making a mockery. That's just saying you reap what you sow, whatever it is you plant. When harvest time comes, that's what you're going to harvest, So it's sad. I wish him a speedy recovery more so because now you have to think about it too. It's not just a person getting Corona right now. Now we're talking about the president of the United States that comes along with a whole other set of things we have to think about because when you had your when you have your head of state that gets ill that then triggers other things in our from our constitution that now okay does he have to sign over executive powers you know what you know what's going to come next it's it everything is up in the air when it's your Head of state that comes down with an illness, as opposed to just the nation coming down with an illness. It changes a lot of things, it changes a lot of scenarios. So, this is one thing that we're really going to have to keep an eye on, and we're going to have to just monitor it. Someone else was telling me that they thought that. If this were fake news that he was just pretending to make it like, okay, well, if something happened to me and America had to choose between whether they wanted my vice president to be in charge or Biden's vice president to be in charge of the nation, who would America choose a white man or a black woman? That's just something that somebody else was floating around in my ear. And we were just chuckling about it when we just, you know, just thought of the different scenarios that could play out in this. But in any event, he's ill and we wish him well. But now with that, going on to other things happening in the news that um, I wanted to discuss, it's quite important. it's very important that people of color, and African Americans in particular, pay attention. Now, I'm always one, when it comes to commercials, I'm always watching commercials, I watch what they put in the commercials, I watch the people that they have playing in the commercials, because commercials send a message, not just for the product, but it sends a message for the people that are in it, it's sending a message, right? So now I saw a Sonic commercial, and I haven't seen it again, so I don't know if somebody pulled it or somebody said something about it. But I saw a Sonic commercial the other day, and they were advertising that they were going to be now selling ice chips. They were going to be selling ice chips. So now when I saw that, I was like selling ice chips. Why would they be selling ice chips? And they in the commercial, it was three black women in a car. And they were chewing on these ice chips. Some were flavored. They had like they were saying some were flavored and some was, I guess, it was just plain ice. But you can see them. It started out them crunching. I saw them crunching something. I thought they were eating a snow cone. But then when they said it was ice chips, I was like, that's not something to be selling like it's cute. Yeah, we all know a lot of people that like to chew on ice chips. But did you know that eating ice chips like that is actually a medical condition? It's a sign that you have that you're anemic, that you might have an iron deficiency. So when I saw them selling ice chips, like, oh, yeah, people like to eat ice chips. So now we're going to sell it and people are going to love this because now we make it available to them. I'm like, no, these people that are chewing on these ice chips really need to go to the doctor and figure out why they're chewing on ice all the time. They're anemic. But I say all that to say in the commercial, even Sonic knew black women like to chew ice chips. Not saying that white women don't chew, not saying that anybody else doesn't chew ice chips. But they. this commercial that I saw, they, partic- they had black women in it. So in my mind, I'm like, hmm, if you're selling this, if you're marketing this to everyone, why did it... Why did it have to be black women chewing ice chips? I mean, out of all the Sonic commercials that you make, you've always used other people in your Sonic commercials. But in this one in particular, the first time you're coming out with this new product, why did it have to be black women? You know, they send out messages. And even though you may not pay attention to it, you just might see it as a product. But when, they set, when they're selling certain products and they're targeting certain people, they use those people in the commercials. So when I saw that, I got offended because I was like, that's not something to be selling. That's something you should be telling them that they should be going to the doctor to check out because they're, they have an illness. They are probably anemic. But on from that, in the news, they were also talking about women that are being detained in an ICE detention center have been subjected to unnecessary procedures. They've been giving them hysterectomies. They've been doing all types of stuff to these women in these detention centers. And nobody's not really hearing about it because it's an ICE detention center. So if it's an ICE detention center, whose radar is it really on? Right? Something else to think about. And also, this is just another little tidbit of Just when I heard about it, it just kind of made me get a little annoyed. September 27th was National Chocolate Milk Day. Now, ordinarily, you know, every day, if you really listen to the news, sometimes every day, every day is a national something. It's a national holiday for something. But when I heard September 27th was National Chocolate Milk Day, I was like, oh, wow, Chocolate Milk Day, how cute. But then they went on to say that chocolate milk, was orig- it originated in Jamaica. The natives used to use the powder in water as preparation for medical treatments. So then I sat back and I thought, I said, here it is once again, another, another invention stolen and now people are making millions out of this, right? Nestle and Swiss Miss and everybody else is making millions out of this something that was originated in a Caribbean country. But I I quickly moved past that because if I get stuck on things like that, I would never move from anything. But with all that I say, the clusters of Corona that have been popping up in Brooklyn, everyone needs to wear their mask. And it is a state law here in New York that you must, you must wear you must wear a mask. That's a tongue twister for you. You must wear a mask. It's state law here. So with all these clusters popping up, people keep your social distance, people wear your mask when you're supposed to. And the ballots. We had a um we had a mishap with um the mail-in ballots that were sent out to people in Brooklyn, they had the wrong address and it had the wrong, um, people's names on it. Now, how did that happen? Huh? We could only wonder, right? And in my mind with that is when I always said everybody needs to do their part. And you know, that's what I've always been talking about. Everybody just needs to do their part. If that's what you're there for, that's what you're supposed to do. If you're supposed to be checking, that whatever's running off that assembly belt is correct. Check and make sure everything is correct. Don't just let things go and figure, ah, they'll sort it out when it gets to the other side. Your job is to check what's going on. I don't understand how so many got mailed out, how so many passed through without it being checked that the names weren't the right names that they were being mailed to you had the ballot saying one name, but they were mailed to somebody with another name. How did that happen? How did those two even match up? And it could be just the slightest little thing on the conveyor belt just one little slip, one, one got out of line. And then the rest of course are going to all fall out of line because it's a conveyor belt, right? It's just constantly being prepped out. But who was checking to make sure that Everything was lined up properly. Somebody fell asleep on the job. So that's where I say, people, wherever you are, whatever it is you're supposed to be doing, do what you're supposed to do. So with that, this is October 4th. We are now in the month of October. Yay. And that means a new word for us. And our new word is going to be focus. I don't know if we had this word from before, I can't recall, but we need to focus on what we're doing and pay attention to what we're doing. Focus is our word and focus means the center of interest or activity, the state or quality of having or producing clear visual definition. So that's what that's what our word for October is going to be focus in everything that you do focus. And our promise for today is going to come from Psalm 910. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee for thou Lord hath not forsaken them that seek thee. And with that, I want to say everyone have a blessed Sunday. Continue to wear your mask, be safe, social distance, be kind to one another, take care of one another, look out for one another. And until we meet again next week, God willing, peace.
3: I know it's been a little while, but I gotta let him know. Yeah. If you ever been down, opportunity to grow. Yeah. Opportunity to grow. I know you're having trouble understanding it. If you trust in God, He got His hands in it. I promise He'll protect you like a slam in it. You don't get the glory if the man did it. You gotta stand with Him. I know. no I had to upgrade the title it's gonna be trading faith it's gonna take you trading where you put your faith and what we have to do which is a very scary thing for people is take our trust out of what's gotten us here and now put it trade it for the presence of what God wants to do in our life trading faith Is changing the faith that got you here for the faith that will take you there. Where's there your prophetic promise? Where is there you walking in purpose? When my anger's about to go crazy, I don't run to a bottle. That's what I used to trust. That's what got me here. I don't run to money and being a workaholic. That's what I used to trust. That's where I used to put my faith. I don't even run to my husband or wife because they are not the source. (laughs) They are just a resource. I am trading where I used to go, and I'm putting it in the one who can actually heal me.
2: Boom.